Hello, and welcome to The Leap. We are really glad you are here and want to thank you for joining us today. This is your podcast to guide you on how you too can make the leap from working for someone else to being in business for yourself full time. Before we dive in, remember you can find the entertaining video version of this episode and others on YouTube. Now let's begin. Here's your host and fellow Leaper, Tim May. Hello and welcome to the Leap Podcast. Really excited about this episode. Got a special guest in the building, as they say on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Envy. Um, really excited about this guest, uh, Nicole Mason. She and I go back 20 years. Oh my goodness. Plus a couple back. more years, but we won't say the plus plus, right? And um, go ahead, tell them a little bit about you, Nicole. So I'm a Richmond native. Uh, Tim and I went to high school together, and it's really exciting to be on this podcast and to talk about business. I'm looking forward to it. Nicole knows I can talk about business all day long. Like, you, you know, I'll call you yeah, and I'll say, sure. just five minutes. Like, I just got five <laughs> minutes to talk to you. Next thing you know, it's 37 minutes and 57 seconds. On it all the time, right? But it's always a good topic and I always come away with something great. Yep, yep. So we're going to get started. I've got some questions. This is going to not be an interview. It's going to be a discussion. Um, you know, uh, what this podcast is, is for people who really own a full-time business, okay. they're their own boss, um, and they just want some inspiration, maybe some practical knowledge. Also, for some folks who uh, they've started a business, maybe because they were they're not, they were unemployed. They're like, well, maybe I should try my shot at being a, my own boss. Yeah. And so this will give them some knowledge of how to maybe progress and get some ideas. It'll also be for people who are kind of on that cusp, right? And that's kind of what the show is named after, The Leap. It is like taking a leap from, you know, working full-time as an employee to taking that leap to owning a business full-time. Yeah. So it'll be for people there. And then it'll be for people, I just envision, you know, people watching this show and or listening in, even with their children, right? And, you know, their daughter is sitting there and, you know, they like the idea of entrepreneurship and they can glean from it. So, which I, I just like use that. that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> tell them about your uh, company, the name of it. Yeah. And um, tell us about it. So about four years ago, I was in um, a mental health industry and realized that there was a need for job opportunities for folks. And so I initiated a cleaning company, commercial cleaning, and the name of the company is Glean. Um, it comes from the story of Ruth in the Bible, what she's doing, a job where she may or may not have enjoyed doing that job but it got her to where she was going next. And the goal of the company is to help people as they're in that in-between place, whether they're unemployed completely or if they are underemployed. So they might have a full-time job that's not meeting their, their income level that they want, then they can come to Glean and, and work uh, through commercial cleaning. See, Nicole, I love what you said. So you just say, you know, I started the opportunity, I started this business so I can be rich or I can make a lot of money. Like you said, I started because I saw an opportunity where people needed, you know, to, some help, some yeah. employment, some opportunity. And I think, you know, for people who are really looking to be successful in business, there will be a, a time, you know, maybe I haven't reached that <laughs> level where it's just, you know, so much money is coming yeah. in. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't yeah. know what to do with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, really what will sustain you during those tough times is when you can kind of think back to, why did I get started? Why did I, you know, why did I help people? You know, maybe give me a success story, maybe one person, you know, that you've been able to employ or bring on board and how that's maybe changed your life. This week I was driving down Broad Street and a lot is happening on Broad Street in Richmond, Virginia right now. But I happened to look to my left and I saw a lady who I used to um, 
employed and she now has a full-time job with the city of Richmond. And I sent her a text. I said, hey, I think I just saw you. Um, she, for me, is a success story because she came to us after working in banks. She's of an age that she felt like it was really difficult to find new employment and that gap between being laid off at a previous company and being hired by another company. There was such a large gap that she needed income. Mm -hmm. And so she was one of our most outstanding workers. If I could clone her and have like five more, we could take over the world. But she was so amazing, but I knew she was there for a season so that she could go on to her full-time employment. And that's really the goal of the company. It's not to hold and hoard people and to keep them. It's to be a stepping stone in their in-between place. Oh man, that is, wow. That is, that's amazing. Let's talk about when was the first time in your life where you, the entrepreneur spirit came alive? This sounds so silly, but um, in elementary school, uh, man came to speak to us and I remember him saying the word entrepreneurship and I was like, <laughs> I loved words and I loved long words. So this is like a long word. Okay. So I just remember him kind of talking about it, but I didn't really know what it meant. But back in the day, you could collect cans and I'm sure you can still do it now, but there's a place on Hall Street and it's it just recently closed, unfortunately. But my mom would allow me to collect cans. And the church I was going to would allow me to collect cans. The school I was going to allow me to collect cans. And I got so excited about having my own money. Oh, my Oh, gosh. my goodness. I could go to McDonald's and get whatever I wanted. <laughs> you had your McDonald's money, Man, huh? <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. Uh -huh. I didn't like the cans. I didn't drink the soda. I didn't like any of that, but I did like the feeling of independence. I did like the feeling of having agency, that if I saw something I wanted, I could say I could buy it. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. You said you went to grad school. Yeah. So you got your four-year degree, and then you went back and got your graduate degree. Uh-huh. So, but it wasn't in business. No, I got a minor in business in undergrad okay. because I was always interested okay. in it, but I didn't think that was my thing. Right. Right. So, but you didn't major in business and see, I I get asked a lot, you know, because I mentor a lot of young, you know, a lot of young men. I coach high school basketball, mm -hmm. as you know, and, you know, some of them have aspirations of being an entrepreneur and it's like, yeah, I'm thinking about going to business school and it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I try not to tell my story to the young people <laughs> until they're gone. But, uh, you know, my story, I went to business school. I was there in two and a half years. And then the associate dean was like, well, Tim, I got good news and bad news. The, the good news is that you're not going to get kicked out of school. The bad news is that if you want to graduate in four years, you got to choose another major. Wow. And so I ended up majoring in something totally different from business. Wow. But, you know, I always like to ask people, did they major in business? Yeah. Because someone is listening and they're thinking that, oh, I have to pursue a business, you know, a business major and to yeah. be successful. Tell me a little bit more about you personally, your background. What's what's something you enjoy to do or just something that you may, you know, you like to do? Yeah, I want to touch on the the part about majoring in business. I remember talking to a, a older affluent businessman um, years ago and I told him, I said, I think I'm interested in business. I have to get an MBA. And he was adamant about telling me the same thing that wow. you're telling young people. You do not need a degree yeah. in business to do business. Every young lady who is sitting on a stoop braiding somebody's hair is an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Everybody who's on the corner selling stuff that they may or may not 
should be selling our <laughs> right. business. Yep. I mean, those are small businesses that are yep. happening. You're learning accounts receivable, accounts payable, accounting, uh, relationships, networking. You have those skills. So I just want to really encourage people that we we have these things happening in our community, but because they don't look like what we see on TV or they don't look like traditional mm-hmm. business, <clears throat> Sometimes we undervalue them. Granted, our efforts may be in a, a direction that we don't want people to go if it's illegal. That's right. But there's a way to to make a transition over to something else. That's right. So you graduate from college. The first job out of college was what? Oh, my goodness. I worked for a temp agency. And I vividly remember a job where the joy of a temp agency, you get to see a lot of different offices, yep. meet a lot of different people. <laughs> yep. And the commonality I saw between all of those places I was placed at was that people always had pictures of their children on their desks. And I was like, why do they keep doing They, It was the people who didn't like the job who had <laughs> tons of pictures of their children. Right. And so it occurred to me that they need these pictures on their desk to stay at this job. This is their motivation. And so I kind of made a promise to myself that I would not get stuck in a position that I hated to do just because I needed to do it. I really, just that feeling, because you you can sense it when you're working with people. For sure. They hate the job. They always have complaints. Nothing is good enough. (laughs) When they get a raise, it's not enough. Um, So it's just that feeling and I've been that person even on my last full-time job I was that person the last two full-time jobs and it took my pastor to tell me Nicole you're not satisfied at any job that you have because you're an entrepreneur Mm. I was like oh well maybe maybe that's what's going on Uh uh (laughs) uh-huh so tell me the leap so you're working your full-time job I'll I got fired from my last full-time job. Okay. I just never went back. So that's just my story. <laughs> some people can gracefully, you know, build a business on the part-time and then go full-time at some point. What's your what's your what's your story, if you don't mind yeah. sharing? Yeah. So I was working as a therapist and I had this side business and was running it on the side. So I've always had a side hustle, mm-hmm. everything from wedding coordination to event management to You just Oh yeah. Look, once I got that taste of that McDonald's money, I was like, I need to have some ongoing income. And it doesn't need to be tied to an employer saying, oh, we think this year we're not going to be able to give raises or bonus. I didn't like that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so tell me about the leap. So going from from the therapist position to like, tell me what that leap was and what the final like. I'm going to do it. Just walk me through what's going through your head. How you yeah. feeling? So it was an interesting situation where I'm used to having a side hustle and I have this business, but I had already read the book. I think it's Robert Kiyosaki about not being, um, you want to be a business owner and not self-employed. So in oh. the idea that I knew that from inception of the business, my thing is not cleaning. My, my skill set is not cleaning. My skill set is obtaining business and connecting it to somebody who's a cleaner. So I created the business so that I could run it without physically having to be in a certain place. Um, So it was nothing for me to have phone calls, but most of because commercial cleaning happens after hours, it made it easier for me to manage. Okay, okay, Um, okay. But (laughs) I made the mistake, maybe not a mistake, it's a blessing now, 
of putting on my LinkedIn account that I had this business. Yep, yep. My full-time employer saw it. Okay. And was absolutely offended. They weren't happy that in your spare time off the clock, you... Absolutely offended. Offended because I did not ask them permission. Offended, I think if we got to the root of it, it's the idea that you are doing something that we have not sanctioned. Mm. Um, and that, I'm telling you... Nicole, was there any conflict of interest between what you were doing and that? There was absolutely no conflict of interest. So I, so everything was above bar, bar and par. I wasn't hiring anyone who I worked with. I wasn't hiring any of my clients. Um, I wasn't using their work hours for my work, yep. which, which is a form of stealing because yep. you're stealing time from yep. them. Yep. Um, but they had a policy where where you, if you did anything outside of the agency, they had to write, sign off on it. And I wow. didn't know that wow. until I had already started. So yep. Yep. they gave me, they re required me to request by paper that uh, I would do this business that I already had. And then they took six to maybe eight months to approve it. Mm. What's Wow. Okay, that's a long time for a decision that they probably already knew what, yeah. Yep, yep. So, all right, so let's fast forward in the story. So you decide what? Well, I had to get some counsel from people because, you know, the black woman in you wants to <laughs> roll your neck and say a lot of different yep, things. You, yep. wanna, you want to say, you know, what is this really about? Because this sense of control and all of those things, especially in a mental health agency, it's okay. like, what, what? I don't understand. Yep. So... It, it prompted me to really say, which one is more important? Granted, this full-time job was paying much more than my, <laughs> my company was. Yep. But someone said to me, why don't you just go full-time? And I was like, I have a mortgage. <laughs> I don't think you know this, but I do have a mortgage. So why would I go full-time in this side hustle? All I've had is side businesses. Why would I develop this into something bigger? And I ended up leaving that job, going to another job. Mm -hmm. So similar in the same industry, but I was working for the federal government. Okay. And the same frustrations that I was having about the field came up in that yeah, same job. So yeah, I was like, Nicole, yeah. you already tried nonprofit, uh, for-profit and federal, there's nowhere else <laughs> no for you to go. go. <laughs> right? So what are you going to do? So you make the leap. Yeah. First day. Describe the first day. What is what is going through your mind, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine going to a class where you're the teacher <laughs> and you got to assign yourself homework? It's like, <laughs> I one. have all the free time, yep. but I also have all the responsibilities. So... Um, the good thing was I had already developed the skill of like managing tasks on the side because the business had been mm -hmm. growing. So I didn't go full time until three years in. And so I've only been full time a year. Now. A year. Yeah. You know what? Not many make it a year. Well, thank God. Yeah. It's been an experience. Yeah. I will tell you, it's, it can be humbling. And you feel like you're on a roller coaster sometimes because your expenses don't stop because the business is slowing right. down or right. picking up. What I will say is, is it was really important and comforting to me 
um, to pay down as many expenses as I could. So when I was doing the full time, I was also paying off my car. You know, so the goal was to come into this with the least amount of debt as possible. So you, even when you were working full time, you were already planning and doing things on your in person with your personal finances to line up so that you can have cushion. So that if you, which which is which is huge. You know, which yeah. is absolutely huge. And, and I'll say hindsight, I did not know I was doing that. I just know that I have a tendency not to stay at a job for more than three years. Okay. So I was getting close to like an that. entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just knew there was going to be a shift. I didn't know what the shift was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I tell people all the time, I have never in my life been, and when I was a kid, ever in school, I was, I never got sent to the office for being in trouble. I never got in trouble. Oh my goodness. Yet, out of the seven jobs I got, I think I got fired from four of them. Wow. For what? And when I say fired, let go, I fired, laid off, let go. Oh, okay. All that I wrote. Oh, you put it one. together. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, it, pretty much they say, okay, you don't, you, we're not gonna pay anymore. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it equates to the same. And for me, I didn't like that feeling. Yes. The idea that somebody can change my whole destiny on a whim. Literally. Oh my goodness. Literally. Yeah. literally. What is one of the um, hardest things about being full-time in business and being your own boss? I will say I did not realize how much I, I miss having coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea. So that's why I value our conversations, yeah. even if they're brief, yeah. Yeah. even if they're random. Um it's really important to create a network of other people who are in a position like you. And it doesn't mean that you're above or better than anybody else, but the things that we think about and feel responsibility for can be super heavy. No question. Um, even with with the pandemic that's yep. happening now, cleaning in a pandemic is a different beast altogether. So um, I felt a level of responsibility for my staff of one, protecting them, of keeping the income coming in, even though we had customers that were private schools and daycares who all had to shut down. So that level of just weight that you carry that you don't even realize is really important to connect with fellow entrepreneurs. Oh, I I agree wholeheartedly. Because it's just a conversation that you can't have with someone that's on someone else's payroll. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you said it great, like no better than any other person, but it's just... That, that, that weight, that level of responsibility. Um, let me ask you this. You mentioned uh, business ownership, that the types of business ownership. So almost like being a sole proprietor versus uh, actually running and owning a company. You mentioned Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Get into that. I, I, that's really important for our listeners to understand because people say, well, I don't want to, I don't want to clean. I don't want to, <laughs> or for me, I don't want to, you know, uh, book someone's trip like that. Yeah. You, know, you know, when you own something, yeah. there's different roles that you can have based on how you set up. So yeah. go into however you share with that. Share what I that. think is interesting is when I started a cleaning company, I went to two, I went to several companies to be mentored, um, to glean some information, not as an ongoing relationship because you want to value their time. But just now y'all ask, got that right. She said to glean <laughs> some some information. Y'all get that. Got to stick it in yeah, as much as you right. can. That's right. That was good. Um, so two owners that I look up to in the cleaning um, industry specifically asked me the same question: Do you like cleaning? And I said, Why do they keep asking me? Do I like cleaning? I don't plan to clean. But I couldn't really have that conversation with them because I didn't really know where it was yep, they were going. Yep, yep. But I will say that the quadrant 
I'm, and you might have to help me with this, is you could be self-employed. So like a beautician, if she gets sick or if, if a barber gets sick, their business also goes yeah. down. Yeah. Let's say they can't work for a week or they have surgery, they're out for a month, yeah. then their income is limited. Now, granted, we're in a COVID society where barbers and beauticians are learning to generate income in different ways. But having being a business owner means that I employ people to work and we generate income even if I'm sick, yep. even if I'm not in the country, yep. even if I'm not feeling it today, yep. the income still is coming in. So it's making that shift, especially in cleaning. I think a lot of people jump into this field thinking it's easy, quick money. I can start a company. Hmm. It's, no, it's no difficulty. And that's cool. If you are wanting to do the cleaning yourself, just know that you are limiting what kind of contracts you can take on. That's really good. And uh, just thinking, not saying that you would ever want to do this, but when you have a business where you are yourself, that sole proprietor, you're the one that's doing the cleaning. Yeah. If you ever wanted to sell the business, like what asset do you have to personally sell? But when you are the owner in the structure that you're speaking of, yeah. um, you have something to sell. Um, that's really good. Um, let me ask you this. What's your can you I just yeah, yeah, can yeah. I just share? So when we talk about, and I really do have a heart for people who are in the city who um I grew up in inner city settings that have business acumen. They have this desire mm. to have independence, to have income and all those things. So the young lady who is braiding hair or doing something on the side, it's really important for her to understand that she can have a business system rather than just being a business herself. Okay. Um, it's really, so let's say you start teaching your other friends how to braid. And then you sell that as a service. Or let's say you did it on a video. That video can go uh, for years yep. and generate your income. So I, I want us to make that shift because I think in the Black community in particular, we have this tendency to, to glorify um, entrepreneurship. Oh, I wanna, I'm trying to be a boss, all these great things. Okay. But being a real boss is you don't have to be in the country that's and your, right. your money is to, you are asleep and you're making that's money. That's exactly right. That's, that's being a boss. Because you have the structure and the system in place. Yeah. It's interesting you said that because, again, it kind of goes back to why you do something, right? Yeah. And when you can decide, okay, I want to perform this task as the business owner, as the owner, right? Be your own boss. And all the money that comes in is mine as a sole proprietor, or I can set up this structure where, um, you know, I employ people who are independent contractors and I share obviously with salaries or mm -hmm. pay or, mm -hmm. or, or whatever, mm -hmm. but I share some of that income or that revenue. But again, all the responsibility is not on, on, on us, on us, the owner. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that. I mean, as you know, I don't know if I've told you early in the year, I had some health trouble. trouble. Mm. So, I mean, literally you speaking to me, mm. I, I, I lived it, right? Mm. So for about 35 days of the first 60 days of this year, I was dealing with some crazy sciatica. Mm. I mean, just the worst pain in my entire life. And I was just thanking God. I was like, you know, if I was working a job or if I was just, if it was just me and I didn't have this amazing team, these employees, um, there would have been zero income because I was literally laid up. Yeah. Um, right. And so, but I love it being out of the country but having a system where you can, you know, you're still making money. Two years from now, where do you see your business and where do you see yourself? 
I think that's an awesome question. I'm I'm probably the <laughs> the odd entrepreneur that doesn't set like five year, ten year yep. goals. Yeah. Um, I really envision Glean taking off and being able to be duplicated in other areas because the heart of the company really isn't just cleaning. Okay. The goal is really to create job opportunities. So I think that's a need throughout the country. Um, I would love to see uh, Glean as a system uh, formalized so that there are all the roles that can support that system. Love to see uh, our workers at a higher rate wage being able mm-hmm. to generate more income because in the city of Richmond, if you are wanting to be independent from any like social services systems or any um, subsidies, yeah. you really need to be paid about seventeen dollars yeah, an hour at sure. minimum. Yep. And so that's ultimately going to be our goal to be at a place where, as we're drawing people in, that it is worth their while to work. And that's part of the conversation that's happening now. Um, and business owners are now having to compete with unemployment. Yes, but we've also, if you have a heart for the city, you've had to compete with um, subsidies that come in. That's right. For for a variety of systems. That's right. Are you? Do you see? Perhaps maybe you were alluding to this, or maybe I was just trying to pull it from you. Do you see this brand of Glean? Do you see it potentially being a franchise all over the country? I've been asked that before, and I don't know the answer to that. To be honest with you, because. It almost feels a little bit hypocritical because I specifically went independent. So when I started this cleaning company, it was not with any backing. Mm -hmm. It literally was $500 from my Mm -hmm. savings account and like, let's do it. So the idea that I would then franchise it out and then want people to buy into a franchise, I think it would just have to be... There would have to be a lot of incentives. There would have to be differentiation from the franchises that are already out there because there's some really good franchises that are sure 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 you mentioned starting a business from five hundred dollars in your account right yeah um it's just amazing business bringing in more than five hundred dollars right now definitely (laughs) definitely i just i mean i just i just love it right i mean i was the guy that sold blow pops you know and uh and third grade because mom dukes and dad were giving me Five dollars a month for allowance. Oh, it wasn't working. That wasn't I enough. I was like, wait a minute, and I had a tie. I had a tie. Oh, about that. oh man, so you only got. Then I had to get offering. You know, you know, you come from a holiness <laughs> family background. You're not just paying tithes. You're paying offering too, right? Oh my goodness. So that goodness. was that was a dollar. So I was rocking with four dollars <laughs> for thirty days, and that was if they paid me on time, right? Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So I had to be an like it was it was birthing me. I had to be an entrepreneur. Um. I enjoyed this. Well, this thank was, you. This I was cool. enjoyed it too. This was cool. How can people contact you and stay in touch with you, find you? So we're on all platforms, with the exception of TikTok, probably. Um, on LinkedIn, on Instagram is Glean RVA. Um, on Facebook is Glean LLC. And they can just reach out, go to our website, www.gleanllc.com. This is Nicole Mason from Richmond, Virginia, and Tim May, and this is The Leap. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends who you know would also love to take The Leap. 
Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you are leaving with some great things that can help you on your pathway to full-time business ownership. Now go out there and put one foot in front of the other. Until next time.